Okay, here's a question. How are you making sure your business is showing in the front of the right customer? Or how are you using your website to turn your visitors into raving fans? In this generation, you need to know how to build your business online. My name is Lev, and welcome to Generation Web Yacht. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Generation Web Yacht. This is our 15th session. One by one, we're getting larger and larger amount of sessions today with me as always my right hand mario mario say hello happy to be on this episode just to make this short and sweet today we're going to be talking about a very important issue traffic without traffic your website is just a nice picture on the wall exactly if you don't have a traffic you don't have people visiting your website people do not find your services you are not getting any return on your investment. You know, return on investment on your website, it's it's very important because remember something, when you meet web developer and he'll tell you that you need this and you need that and you need this and it's costing you money, but when the project is finished, within a little while, of course it doesn't come immediately, but within a little while you should be able to start seeing money coming through that particular flow or channel, or how you might have called it, thumb, tunnel, tunnel, whatever. But the point is, is that if you don't get traffic, there's nothing you can do. And the first thing you need to have when you're looking for traffic, you have to have the website get recognized by search engines. Because you could have your website, and if search engines do not know you exist, you will never get process through the system, you will never get what we call indexed. And you need to be indexed. Your website needs to be put in into the databases of every search engine. Then the crawlers, do you know what the crawls are? Crawls are little programs that travel through billions of websites through internet, read and understand and uh, analyze information on your website and then reports to the system. And that's how you get um, let's say to the first ten pages, first ten uh, spaces on the on the first page of the Google or Yahoo or Bing, all the down through the marketing curls. Yeah, I love how you put it earlier. You know, without your website getting any traffic, it's just a nice picture um, hanging on the wall. Yeah, and that's a, and that's a real good way to put it when it comes down to a lot of website. I personally call them online souvenirs. You know, website that yeah, is there. I mean, it's a nice, it's a, it's a nice looking something to look at. But if it is no, if there's does not doesn't have any uh, payback for what you invest to create it, even if you don't invest any money, you did it yourself. You can go. There's a variety of uh, places where you can create your own website. Whether it's really good or not, it doesn't matter. But you create it, but that website does not give you a presence unless the system and the world knows that that URL is exist. For that, you have to have it indexed. You know, it's just FYI for all public to know when our 
if somebody comes to us and asks to index the website through the system, it's on $75 charge. Our clients, when they become our clients and we develop the websites, they're getting that as a part of the free freebie, if you know what I mean. But without that, the search engine doesn't know who you are and what your domain name is. You could have your website for 20 years and nobody ever find it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the topic today is organic traffic versus paid traffic. Yeah. So, you know, there are, these are the two main ways to get people coming to your website. And we're going to touch on both of them. As Liv just kind of expound a bit um, on the organic side, but we're going to look into more, the more details of how you can get traffic organic and how you can utilize paid ads to drive traffic to your website. It's a blow to the head questions. What do you think better, organic side or paid traffic? Well, it differs and it depends also on your goals and how patient you are or how much money lot, you have. How much money you have. Um, <laughs> how much, you know, so there's a lot of factors that come into it. I know. That's why I ask. <laughs> you know, I like to tease, but you're right. If you don't have, you have plenty of time and plenty of money, then you could do whatever you want to do. You could wait, or you could spend. Because remember, Google pay pay per click is really cheap. Yeah. Well, nowadays Google make it a bit more cheaper, but um. Still, but still, at the end say, of the month, you went a lot of money. $6,000 bill. Yeah, it still costs a lot of money, especially. Well, again, it all depends on what industry or what market you fall under because some, some traffic um, biddings are very high compared to different or other industries. So, for example, if you're in the home service industry or the construction industry, those areas pay-per-click is very high compared to if you're in the say beauty salon or beauty industry so it it all depends on how much these guys are paying for a click can can be like enormous yes you you're absolutely correct it's all based on how much that particular profession or trade yeah. Cost per, per click. For example, you said construction industry. Let's say painters, let's say, cost you 35 cents a click. Architect cost you $6.35 a click. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just taking the numbers. It, it's not, mm-hmm. There's no relation to what really costs are, but just for people to understand, it's all based on the type of profession, on a type, not even the profession, the type of. Uh, competition you have yeah that's so that's if, if if you if you have a very dense competition then your cost per click is a lot more expensive than if you don't have any competition if yeah. you have no competition you probably can get 10 cents per click and you but if you have it in the same profession look look on our profession you know how dense web design and development is if we use the pay-per-click we're looking to spend lots of money. Yeah, because the industry is so huge. 
That's why it is very important to make sure that you include strategy inside of your website design because strategy is the first step. And if you, if you, we inside a strategy, one of the things that you'll be doing is keyword research. And if you're doing keyword research, well, you will realize or you will get to find out the costs it would, or how much it would cost you per click. You just get an idea of what it will cost you per click if you're going to target certain type of keywords compared to others. So some keywords may be high competition, but low click. And some keywords may be low competition, high click, or high competition, high click. So vice versa. Again, as we said, it depends on the industry. It's all trial and error. And the profession. It's all trial and error. But if you're going to do it the organic way, it's very time consuming. It takes a lot of effort to create content and post every day. But there are advantages and disadvantages. Let's say you're doing blogs for search engine to rank higher, right? Um, mm -hmm. Blogging takes a lot of time in terms of writing. You're doing keyword research. And, and remember, and the skills as well. Besides anything else, the skills. People need to understand that if you are an excellent writer in English, it doesn't mean that your writing is compatible for to engine. a writing that search engine will understand. Exactly. There are certain things you need to follow up or follow actually the rules that are not 100% normal English writing. So yeah. it requires skills. Mm -hmm. And that now, if you're going to include keywords inside of your, your blog, because you're targeting a specific keyword, Absolutely. now you have to make sure that keyword is placed inside of your content in a natural way. So it seems as if it flows naturally and it seems as if it was, was done without the intention of actually placing those keywords. But Google wants to make sure that your content flows naturally as well. Because remember, live back in the days, people were doing keyword stuffing. Did, like, did I ever tell you what we used to do many, many, many moons ago? <laughs> we, we would use the black or white background mm -hmm. and we would do the, the same color text on the back for the keywords. So the search engine would see all those keywords, but you don't see them in the front. But Google put a stop to it. Yeah. <laughs> They're not stupid. They know what we do. Yeah. They know how it's done. And nowadays, the algorithms are very smart and they mm -hmm. know what they are looking for in terms of providing high quality content. Because remember, too, as well, that if Google is in, in, is, Google is in business to make money, and Google wants to ensure that when people visit their platform, they're getting exactly what they're looking for and the experience is, is very seamless. So Google has to make um, certain criteria available that, hey, if you're going to do this, you must follow these criteria so that people can consume your content more effectively. But besides anything else, remember the... Programming these days is very, very, very smart. The crawlers, okay, 
that's the those little applications you would crawl through your website. Mm -hmm. They check your website for proper grammar, proper structure, proper English. If there is no what's called a push on, oh, what do you call it, um, keywords that doesn't make sense with the structure of the with the, without the structure of the sentence mm -hmm. because they pay attention to all that stuff and that's how they judge you and then they that's how you get judged and then pushed down or pushed up in your search engine position exactly because that's what the search engine is doing every single day because remember with seo you don't remain on top you have to put in that work to continue to remain on top today you might be at number one tomorrow somebody else take that spot because it's a battle for keywords and it's a battle for content so Correct. who can make the best content you see somebody write a content on this topic it's ranking number one somebody that's going and say hey, they are they are missing these things let's make it better and they they going they they make it better now they are number one and so it continues so you always have to be on top of your game on top of your your stuff so that you can keep in the search results that's why ryan and kate it's our social media our seo person and content writer work very closely together and make sure that they test the websites on our clients website which we do seo for on daily basis to make sure that the keywords are properly structured and if the changes needs to be made to accommodate new way of thinking everything got to be done on a daily basis you have to as long as we have a maintenance contract well, of course there's some clients don't have a contract we not do that but there's a clients who pay us for social for seo and content management and we do that on daily basis struggle with the fight what's called the windmills because the, google changed their rules i don't know like Every day, every week, every month, something has changed. And soon you were today, you were on a third mm. on the line. Tomorrow, you're on the 25th because they found some way that you are not complying with whatever it is. That means you have to change stuff on your website to go yeah. back. You cannot go back up. You're going to have to go back and then slowly go up and up and up. Yeah, and up that's the thing. Every crawl. Yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the thing about um, search engines. If you fall back, all the way down, you have to work your way back to the top. You can't just jump from one to, from 10, page 10 to number one in another day. So you have to take your time, crawl back up that page to be seen again by your audience. So live touch on a lot of important stuff. And that is just one kind of organic um, traffic. So we have social media traffic. But the thing now with social media traffic the main focus, I think, would work a lot better with social media is branding. Because here's the thing about social media content. Once you post that content, for example, Facebook, Instagram, that content gets lost, right? Immediately. Immediately. It gets lost because there's so many competition. Right. You have thousands and thousands of posts in the same time worldwide. Yeah. So that content gets lost. You have to be working to create a lot more content compared to search engines where you're creating blogs. Your content still remains as an asset. So people go there, they still they search and they still find the valuable information. The only thing you have to do now and then is to up, update some certain information because, as we know, 
everything is moving fast technology is moving fast information is moving fast things are changing improving so you, you have to keep updating the content but other than that that content still remains as an asset for you later on just like also youtube once you get traffic going to your, your youtube channel the video remains as an asset so even for five ten years once that video is still contains valuable content for the time that content will still continue to produce a long time to build that traffic to you yeah it takes a long time because the algorithm takes a time to really see how you, you behave in terms of producing content and then based on also people's interests that's how they're going to show your video or based on how you structure because also remember youtube is a part of google so you have to also use proper keywords as well right you see how how, how we did all that link let's, let's say the uh, facebook attached to the uh, what you call it um, instagram instagram oh, thank you what i was trying to say is that you see how funny it is that instagram part of the facebook and youtube part of the google it's a two separate entities and but they drive that specific rules and if you don't comply with those rules you ain't gonna get nowhere yeah so when it comes down to organic traffic i would say focus more on building assets right assets like videos that would last longer on youtube because once somebody comes on youtube they're coming to learn something they're seeking out information unlike mm -hmm. social media people are not really seeking out information they're just coming to chill back get um to laugh watch cat videos watch this watch that but when it comes down to youtube intentionally people are coming to learn something they're in the research mode they're researching something they're looking for something in um specific more structure. it's more structured yeah it's... facebook is a... actually i want to have i have a question for you so let's let's say on the rank of what's the best you, you think the you the using social media for your marketing is worth spending money on yes that's the big advantage with social media now so with social media you can interrupt people while they are doing their stuff through paid ads but you can't do that with organic social posts so when you use paid ads to get traffic it's a lot easier because you're interrupting them to show them your ads but here's the thing even though yeah it, it, that is also done on youtube as well but here's the thing with this approach you have to make sure that your ads or your, your your content is following some really important criteria so that you can get those um, viewers attention immediately right. get them to stop scrolling and pay attention to what you have to say you have to know the audience that you're speaking to you have to point them out you have to highlight their problems and you have to show them the solution i'll give you a perfect example yeah i let's say i like watching videos on facebook those were specific ones let's say the people build the huts out of the on middle of the desert and stuff like that they interrupt your video with ads to 10 seconds 12 seconds I, i watch the ad for three seconds and if it's not applied to what i'm interested in i just go by so if your ad is not properly set up and it's really get a catch your eye all this money you're going to spend on those ads is going to be wasted hmm. so that is another thing you have to consider so if you have the money and you want to get traffic quick 
then the best option is paid traffic. If you're doing organic posting to get traffic to your website, for example, Google, you're doing blogs or mm-hmm. whatever, and you're also doing paid traffic, you're also doing organic posts on social media as well. Facebook can decide to just make some changes and then you lose everything. Or Google can do the same. Or YouTube can do the same, which is which they are the same platform. But the, the point is trying to expand your reach on different platforms. Well, maybe not too wide, but get enough reach where you can have some form of authority on a, on a few platforms so that if something goes wrong on another platform, you yes, still have... Don't put your eggs in the same basket. Yeah. Basket. So, but here's the next big thing. With all that said, social media and Google and YouTube and LinkedIn, all of those platforms, those are all good. But the, the, most, the most important thing you could do is to build your email list. Well, some people might say hey, email marketing is dead, but that's not true because email is not dead. And because email is not dead, email marketing is not dead. And once you build your own list, it's easier to find yourself back on ground, even if you lose everything on Google, everything on social media. You will have your own list with you. Because it's your direct connection to the public. Yeah. It's not something you rely on somebody finds you. You already have a connection to a particular person. Yeah. To a particular company. You do business with them. Yeah, I know that. You know, I agree with you with email marketing. And yet, there is a lot of talks about that email marketing is really not producing the way it used to be. Well, you have a point. Not only email marketing, but it's the same thing with social media marketing or Google. Just like when Google make a change in the algorithm, it's not the same. You won't if you don't you won't do be able to do the same things and get wrong. You have to change your strategy. The same thing with email marketing. You have to change your strategy so that you can reach more people because guess what? The more combust the, the platforms get, the more you have to change your strategy. You're right. To fit, yeah. to meet your customers. Things and, change, you have to learn with the changes. Yeah, see, all you're doing is adapting to change. And once you're adapting to change, email is very effective, even more effective than social media. But the advantage with social media, you can put ads in front of people and they see it immediately. Also with email marketing, the only thing is that you have to know how to stand out inside of their inbox. Mm-hmm. And doing that, then 60% or more than 60% of emails you send go right into the junk yeah, or spam. And that means that they did not reach a particular client you wanted to reach. Mm-hmm. So were, and people spend a lot of money on, on the marketing emails. Point is, is that sometimes it's, it's a chance. It's a numbers game. Um, I had I used to have a friend who was top of the line salesperson. He used to say, closing is a numbers game. You go in 20 uh, sessions or 20 appointments. And you, if you close one, you'll pay for all the other 20. Mm. So it's numbers game. I agree with you, Liv. But then again, if you have an email list, more likely, 90% of the time, the people on your email list are people who know you and they want to hear from you. You're talking about your personal develop list. 
But I'm talking about a lot of people spend hundreds of dollars and buy the email lists. And those email lists, 70% went out in the junk. And money spent is wasted, to me at least. Yeah, that's another case. I wouldn't recommend buying emails because when somebody willfully subscribe to your email list because you provided them with some form of value and because of the value that you provide to them, they automatically remember you and they are looking out for more value from you. Because if I see somebody um, who is providing me with information in a way that is so valuable that I could even pay for it, and they're giving it away for free. Then if they're giving it away for free, that means they have a lot more valuable stuff that I could even spend money on. So if I, if I see that and, I, and I'm saying, hey, let me subscribe to this. Let me join this email list and see what these guys have to offer. And then eventually, that's me saying, hey, I'm interested. And eventually, if they decide to say, hey, here is something that can help you with such and such, cause such and such dollars. So I, I will be more likely to pay for whatever they have to offer to me rather than somebody who have me on their email list, which I am not subscribed to, and then they are sending me stuff. Yeah, but that one will go into the junk. What I'm yeah. trying is this. that Remember, clients come in, people come to our website, and the bottom, at the footer of our website, there is a form, little form you filled up, and we quite often offer spe- specials. For example, I don't know, three-month hosting with a new client or a year hosting with a new client, depending on the website. If the people who wants to know about us would have no problem sending mm. their email and waiting for something special, maybe yeah. they'll become a client. Mm. But if you, if you when you buy email list, God knows how many of those emails already gone because people just abandoned their email addresses and yeah. you live in this address and you move to another address, you, that address is no longer exists. the same thing with emails. So yeah. You have a point. But also, live. remember, just as all search engines and all these platforms get smarter, there are also algorithms that scans emails to mm-hmm. see if the emails are live. So that's another thing as well. That's another advantage as well. So you can scan through the emails to find out, hey, is this email active or not? Or have these people been using this kind of email? So it will give you an idea and it sieve out all the emails that are that are not in use. And then it, it allows you to to only keep the ones that are active. You, so you, you deviate all the junk. Yeah. I, I've seen you I've seen you did that um sometimes, but where you Yeah, there is a place you gotta pay for it, but uh they can go through your email address. They have a system and they check if those URLs or the emails are real. Are they real or are they just a fakes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good thing. So you see, guys, everything has its own advantage or disadvantage. So you have to know which one works, test which one works, and the one that works best for you, you can just leverage it. It's, you, it's all test and try. Try and test. Mm-hmm. You know, try it, and test to see what works. Is nothing straightforward. It's always changes, so you're gonna have to play with it until you find what you're looking for. What yeah. works. 
and exactly remember something works for you does not work for somebody else exactly every individual mm. or what might work for this kind of business may not work for another business mm. or another mm. industry I think we come to the just about end of the episode what do you think yeah definitely to conclude with everything which one is best uh, I see all of them are good but they are made for different purpose different things you have to know when to use them and how to use them absolutely and it's all trial and error trial and error in any way thank you for listening I hope you learned something and I hope we will be uh, more more or less I don't know explicit and uh, helpful to you also we have a link in the description to a free training where you can get more details on how to attract more qualified appointments in less than 90 days without working twice as hard so that is something you can take advantage of watch that free training and then if you find that interesting you can always book an appointment with us um we can schedule a call we set up and decide if we are a good fit to work if we are a good fit to work we'll show you our entire framework and how it can fit for your business and we'll take it from there plus don't remember remind everybody that we have question and answer days yeah uh, if you interested to kind of participate would you please sign up and join our private facebook group and then we will allow to be able to know if when we go live yeah any questions you have about your website or sales funnels or our development anything that has to do with bringing your business through your website and through marketing so those are the main things and please remember that we don't know everything either that's right is if you ask the questions and you're going to get answer only because we don't know about it we'll research and we will let you know how to resolve the problem Yeah, we'll even create a video answering your question and post it back in the group or even on YouTube so you can keep up to date inside the group so you know when if we don't have answer to a question right now we will definitely come back with the answers or with the best solutions. So that's all we have for today. Check out our other episodes and also on the other platforms, Spotify, Google Play and all those other platforms. Links are in the description and check out our website WQC Design Studio for more other services that we offer. See how we can help and see you in the next episode. Thank you guys. Bye.